PulpMX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Greetings, everybody. Welcome into another edition, another episode of the one and only RockyMountainATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. How the hell are you guys doing out there today? Thank you for joining me. As always, we are back here again for another edition of some tech talk, um, some bike setup, and this one's all about the 2023 Gas Gas MC350. I would assume the MC stands for motorcycle. Uh, you think it's something extravagant, but it's probably not. It's probably just something really lame and bland like motorcycle. So MC350, this is Gas Gas's first year with this size motorcycle. You may think, uh, what? But yeah, so KTM and Husqvarna are the only ones that had the 350 sizing until this year. So the red Gas Gas is arrived for 2023, 350cc edition. And we're going to be talking about that. So first things first, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only place to go shopping. But before you guys do that, you guys know what to do. Go to KieferIncTesting.com, click on the Rocky Mountain banner, and that helps us um, keep this thing up and moving. Gives us a slice of what you guys are purchasing and really does help. So thank you for people that are doing that. Just go to my website, and then that'll take you to the banner. And then that will take you right to the Rocky Mountain site and continue to live your life and do the shopping. And that helps us out. So thank you. And also, the guys over at FXR Racing, you can go to fxrracing.com. Use the code KKMX35. That will give you 35% off anything over there. I won't say anything. Motorcycle related. Sorry about the snow guys or the fishing guys. We can't help you out there. But if you like to ride dirt bikes... KKMX35 will save you some money. And if you're a lady, you like to moto down, off-road, whatever it is, email me, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and I will get you a code. And that's a little bit more than the guy code. So we try to help out the ladies that love to ride motorcycles over here as well. And last but not least, Racetech, racetech.com. Go get your engine and suspension services done. Uh, You'd be surprised how many guys out there that do not um, do the service on the suspension and your bike rides like shit. So get the bushings, seals, oil replaced, and that helps your bike out a lot. Trust me, uh, I have a code for them as well. You can email me and I will get you in contact with those guys and get you down the track or trail in a better fashion. Thanks to all of my 2022 sponsors. You're looking for a bike? Go to Power Motorsports. You want the best deal? They hook up Kiefer Inc. tested listeners. KTM, Kawasaki, Yamaha, that's right. They have them there. And if you want to get your bike shipped right to your door, just like what we do, we use Moto Shippers, and so does Power Motorsports. But Moto Shippers are a bunch of great guys, and they can ship your bike for a reasonable price right to your front door so you don't have to leave. I'm all about that. Trust me. I like my umbilical cord attached to my front door. Snap right back. Don't have to leave that much. And I live in my bubble. So it's a good time. Works Connection. 
You guys are a Yamaha owner, 2022 previous. Uh, myself and Eric from Works Connection came up with peg mounts. That's right, offset peg mounts because the Yamaha has a problem with a shitty cockpit. So we went minus seven down, minus seven back with the peg mount, and the peg mounts are titanium. They are trick, they are badass, and it really does open up that cockpit. You guys might think, oh, whatever, dude, it's seven millimeters. Well, it does make a huge difference. Otherwise, I wouldn't put my name on it. So you can check that out. You can order them over at Works Connection. Use the word Kiefer20. That'll save you 20%. Ride Engineering, Pro Taper, 6D Helmets, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Dunlop Motorsports, Plum Creek Funding, Blood Lubricants, Decal Works, Lit Pro, Fastco, the guys over there, if you want less vibration, especially from this gas gas, they make a flex bar that's really good. I just put them on my KTM here recently to get a little bit less vibration because for some reason these steel frames love to vibrate. So go check those guys out. And uh, so, yeah, so we're here to talk about the gas gas 350. It's not going to be a long episode, fellas. So, uh, yeah, you can basically probably get this thing just driving uh, over to the grocery store and back. So, again, so we tested this thing over at Glen Helen Raceway. Um, a little backstory, uh, a little bit, just for the KTM side of things. I rode the new 350, the 2023 edition at Redbud. And uh, with some of these first impressions that I do, uh, I come away with a certain opinion, and then I move along through the week's I get the bike back here on the West Coast, and sometimes that I feel like that opinion that I had somewhere else has changed or morphed into something else. So with the new chassis from the KTM and Husqvarna, the new stiffer feel, the new generation, it does have a distinct feel. And although better in some areas, on the West Coast side of things, at least I shouldn't say West Coast, Anything that's hard pack and choppy and fast, I do feel like the new generation chassis are a little bit uh, more rigid and slightly less stable than this older chassis like is on the gas gas. So for me, after riding that back at Redbud and then coming back home and riding these, these harder pack tracks we have out here in Southern California, it made me appreciate where specific chassis and bikes work well at. So now you enter the gas gas. It, it remained in the 2022 form. If you want to put it that way through the KTM and Husqvarna, it has that same chassis frame. So it's more flex. So you have more flex within this gas gas. We're going to discuss who that is for, uh, what kind of rider and what tracks this gas gas would be better than the new generation orange and white 350s. I want to talk about that. So and, I, and I'm pretty transparent here in this podcast, and I have no problem to say when I'm wrong because I am not right 100% of the time. Trust me. I know other media guys think they're, they're Jesus Christ of dirt bikes, but I'm not. I just give you my honest opinion. Hopefully that will help you, and you can move it along. I am not right 24-7, and uh, I feel like I was a little bit wrong about the KTM and Husqvarna chassis after my initial impression just because – I thought it would be a lot better, which it did feel like it was that way at Redbud, but the Redbud dirt is very soft. The bumps that we at least had on that day were a little bit different than we have here on the West Coast. And then I get back here at Glen Helen, and the bike isn't as planted or as good feeling as it was at Redbud. Now, I have ridden the, the new KTM chassis on softer dirt days that we have had out here, 
Uh, believe it or not, we do have some soft tracks right from the house here in the high des that is sand, and it works really well. But what I've noticed with the new chassis, it just it's very hard to get a feel of the front tire mid corner when in hard pack conditions. Unlike this gas gas with this frame, I have front end traction throughout the whole corner area one, two, and three, where the older generation frame isn't as good as the new frame is when it's on lean angle of tire on throttle. So it kind of wallows, it flexes too much. Um, or if you hit something really hard, the energy within the chassis kind of is, is soft and then twists and then boom, it kind of explodes and it'll kind of, I shouldn't say explode. It kind of, you know, twists and then the energy disperses and then it gives you a big kick where the new chassis doesn't quite do that. But Anything that is very small and square edgy and light bump, what we like to call it in the testing world, this new chassis on the orange and white bikes is a little bit um, less forgiving than this red bike. So at Glen Helen, for example, this Gas Gas 350 for me works better than the 23 orange and white 350s. Um, and that is just based on comfort and traction for me. Sure, when I come into Talladega or if I'm coming setting up wide and I'm on the throttle, it does have a little bit of a wallow feel. But I would assume the guys that are purchasing this bike is are not going to feel that much, at least that from what I feel. I'm pretty picky and I feel it a lot. So guys that are buying the 350s that are older, they don't want as much power as a 450, you guys out there aren't going to feel as much as me. And, and that leads me to believe that this gas gas, um, has a big percentage of riders that it would be great for. So for me, when I rode this Gas Gas 350 at Glen Helen, and I rode it for a day and a half, a uh, full day on uh, last week and then a half day this week, I feel like uh, it's just it would be a better fit for me out here in these conditions for most of the tracks that we have here in Southern California. So if you're looking for a little bit more flex more comfort and you're looking at pricing and you're saying oh wow the gas gas is you know a thousand dollars less than the ktm i would go that direction if it was me because i would love to build this bike up obviously i'm staying local i'm not traveling the world racing uh, i have my tracks that i ride here and race i think this gas gas would fit the terrain that i have here so and i can save some money and use that money for mods like an ECU, which makes this bike unbelievable to ride, uh, a muffler, which I endorse, or I really like an FMF system for this bike, and then put some bars on it and do a throttle tube or whatever else that you guys want, and then maybe get a spring conversion because, let's face it, I'm still not sold on the AER fork. I do have some settings here on the Gas Gas that will help you with your stock stuff, but... Unlike the KTM and Husqvarna, this gas gas doesn't need to be broken in as much or long than the new generation chassis. So I have to at least have 8 to 10 hours on this new orange and white chassis, the 23s. But with this gas gas, uh, I can get 4 to 5 hours on it and it feels good right away. So um, the Japanese bikes, 2 hours, they're broken in. The older style chassis, like a Gas Gas 4 to 5, and then the new style KTM Husqvarna is 8 to 10. Uh, I get a lot of these guys that email me and say, man, I, I have my new 23 KTM, 
and it's just stiff. And I go, yeah, it is a little bit stiffer, but how many hours you have on it? And they're like, oh, I have four hours. You got to give yourself 10 hours before you really judge the new generation chassis because it really does set in and, and last longer than this frame would. And what I mean by that is I've ran these older frames that's on the gas gas for several years, right? And a 60 to 80 hour uh, gas gas frame will not feel like a 60 to 80 hour 23 KTM frame. Why? Because it's stiffer. For me, it lasts longer with a stiffer frame, which they kind of did need because I got a 60 to, 60 to 80 hour Yamaha and it feels way better than a 60 to 80 hour chromoly steel gas gas frame. A little bit more clapped out. Again, will you guys be able to feel that? Maybe not, but I do. The frame stretches more on a steel um, chromoly frame than an aluminum. So things uh, vibrate loose more. I've already lost the top um, engine mount bolt on the gas gas because it just simply vibrates out. So make sure you blue lock tight those. And things just shake and move a little bit more on a chromoly frame than they do on, a, on an aluminum frame. But with that new 23 frame, it's a little bit stiffer. Things stay in a little bit more. They don't vibrate. The bolt-wise do not vibrate out as much. Um, but as a whole, through the pegs and the bars, uh, the new style frame, 23 frame, does vibrate more through your hands. So on this Gas Gas MC350, it doesn't vibrate quite as bad. But if you are coming from a Japanese bike, you will notice more vibration, just FYI. So where does this Gas Gas 350 fit in in the realm of what you guys are looking for? Um, I did a video over on RacerX Online. You can check that out. But I had a guy, a kid, that was on a 250 that went to a 350, and he thought it was like having a modified, one of his modified engines on his KTM with a little bit more torque. So it's not really like riding a 450. You still got to ride it similar to a 250. And maybe you won't be able to lug it as much as a 450, but you will have no problem clearing a jump out of a corner with this bike. Um, not to take this on another side of the color, but I've been talking about other colors, but I have a FC350 with an ECU and a muffler, and it is one of the most fun bikes to ride. If I wasn't competitively racing that I still have goals and I want to race, you know, two, three times a year, I probably would just ride a 350 24-7 because I have a freaking ball on this bike because the power is fun and exciting. You can rev the snot out of it, which is fun to do. And if you guys are vet guys, you don't really do that and you're lugging, just let this thing scream for a while. It, it's mind-blowing how far it will rev out and it pulls so far. So I like that. So for me... This 350, we always say, oh, is it a perfect size? And it really is for a lot of riders. For guys that are graduating from a 250 that can't hang on to a 450 yet, or guys that are older that just can't hang on to a 450 that want some power and still get you a pretty good start at your local uh, old-timers event or your vet race or whatever, it has plenty of power. And if you want a little bit more, a couple mods really does wake this thing up even further. I'm telling you, a Vortex ECU with some good fuel, some VPT4, and a muffler system, you can even go to a slip-on, and it is unbelievable how snappy and responsive and light it feels. Uh, again, lightweight inertia is way, way less um, weight feel for me on the 350 versus the 450. The 450 has a heavier crank feel. This 350 doesn't have that. It feels light. Side-to-side -side movement is much better. So 
it's just a fun bike to ride. And it's funny because I really wish other manufacturer would build this size because I, I know they would sell every single one of these things. Uh, but hey, uh, the KTM group and Husqvarna and Gasgas, they have this size down and they've been selling the shit out of them. So kudos to those guys. If other the Japanese manufacturers do not want to get on the bandwagon and sell motorcycles, so be it. But I'm telling you, this size is a very fun size. Um, again, even if you are racing local vet races, you do have enough power. I get a lot of emails about 350s and, hey, should I get one? I'm 220 pounds. Will it pull me around? Yes, it will. I Right now I have Eddie Larratt, which is, I'm sure you heard them on, heard him on my podcast. He's my kid's you know, mechanic, he kind of takes care of my kids' practice bikes and things. And he's 230 pounds, and it pulls his ass around the hills of Glen Helen, no problem. And all we did to that thing was a slip-on FMF, and he has a spring Enzo KYB spring conversion, and he loves it. And he absolutely loves it. And he rode this gas gas, and he's like, you know what? Uh, it's not that much less of power than what I got on my Husqvarna. So um, why is that? So the airbox is a little bit different from the Husqvarna. Um, it does come with, obviously, a KTM subframe and then a Husqvarna swing arm, so it's a little blend of both bikes. Uh, different triple clamps. They're not billet clamps like they are on the KTM and Husqvarna. Um, comes with a little bit of a different bar. It doesn't come with an hour meter. So things, what we want to quote-unquote cheaper on the gas gas, which doesn't really bother me that much because, honestly, even though the the, the clamps look like shit on the gas gas. They actually work better for comfort on the track. Uh, they look really cheap on the, on, the, on the gas gas, the clamps. Not attractive, but for me, they have a lot of comfort because they flex. So uh, you guys can always go to a split clamp. Uh, I know Adrian over there is working on a 23.5 millimeter offset for the new chassis, which helps tremendously, so that'll be out soon. But for this chassis, the older chassis, I think a 22-millimeter offset is just fine. I like that. But overall, just a fun engine. Uh, I would say it's on par with a KTM power feel. It's a little bit more than a Husqvarna stock feel. Um, Chassis-wise, again, more comfort than the newer models. It does have a lot of cornering progress. Like for me, like... The progression from area one to three is very calm. It has good cornering balance, but yet it still feels like a front-end steering motorcycle, which I like. It feels light. Even with the AER fork, I still feel like it has a good amount of front-end traction. If you do want more, you can go to a spring conversion kit. You guys email me a lot about that. My two choices are a WP6500 kit or go into a KYB conversion. You're not going to get more comfort, I feel like, from a conversion versus, you know, if you're comparing them, all these conversions that are out there, the KYB conversion has the most comfort to me at least. That has the absolute most comfort. Um, bump absorption, slap down landings, it just has a good dampening feel. The 6500 kit drop-ins are really nice. Um, I've tested uh, all different kinds of conversions. You can go back to my... Uh, my archives here and you can listen to um, the conversion podcast that I did that and they'll explain three different types of conversions that I tried and there's positives to each and every one of those so the gas gas version to me is still a very fun machine I like this bike to me I think it's one of the better looking ones I like red 
And I think that's one of the reasons why they sell a lot of these gas gases. Uh, the red plastic doesn't look as roached as orange or white over time. So it keeps that nice looking feel. Hey guys, sorry to bother you, but we're going to do a commercial real quick. Listen to these, save yourself some money. We'll be right back with the show. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com. 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run... Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So... Great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. 
You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. For motocross riders driven to dominate, the Yamaha YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. Visit Power Motorsports today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. The YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power for four-stroke engines, reduced unsprung weight, and new suspension settings. For the look of a full factory ride, just like what you guys see on Saturday night, both the YZ450F and YZ250F come in exclusive Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition graphics packages. And you can take precision tunability to the next level with Yamaha's exclusive and industry's only free power tuner app. Visit Power Motorsports today, find your Yamaha YZ, and enter the victory zone. Get your new Yamaha at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it on here. That's right, the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Get your best deal and best pricing wherever it is, right here, North America. I don't care where you're at. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Go visit them. Powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Time. Why? Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. All right, we're back. That wasn't so bad, was it? On with the show. Really quickly, I'll uh, get you setting here for the suspension. 10.6 bar. Again, I'm 170, 175 pounds. Um, <clears throat> I feel like 10.6 bar for the fork is probably a good baseline for anywhere between 170 to about 190. If you guys are over 190 on this thing, I would go to 10.7 to 10.8 bar. Try 10.7 first. Uh, fork 10 out on the compression, 10 out on rebound. 
I like 104 millimeters of sag. If you can try to get 102 to 104, that is the best setting because it does feel ass in low. This chassis, even when I was on KTM and Husqvarna, just feels low in acceleration. So if you guys want to spend some money and go to a long, longer shock shaft, there are those out there that really does help this motorcycle and balance it out. But 102 to 104 millimeters of sag, 11 out on low speed compression, one and a half out on high speed, and 10 out on rebound. That is a good baseline starting point to continue your break-in through the 10-hour process. After that, I think uh, 10 hours, you should probably get a rebuild and then look into a you know spring conversion. Or if you just want to keep what you got, at least get your seals and everything changed because after break-in, they do get pretty soft pretty quickly on this bike. Um, the window of um, the window between break-in and then feeling good is very narrow. Uh, so anywhere between four to ten hours is a magic, <laughs> magic hours, I guess. Then after that, at least would get a you know new seals, bushings, and all that, and that'll help you uh, get that firmer feeling back, that dampening that you want back from this fork and shock. Um. They come with Maxxis, Max Cross MXTs. Not a huge fan of these tires, so if you want to stick some uh, other tires on there, that's up to you. Again, you know me. I'm a Dunlop MX3S front, 33 rear guy. If you guys are riding softer tracks, the MX14 is unbelievable. I run the MX14 at Glen Helen even on summer days. Uh, the last couple of weeks I've been running a 14 on uh, a couple test bikes at Glen Helen, and it's been great. So don't consider, or don't just think, hey, it's a paddle, so it's only going to be soft terrain. This thing works pretty good in intermediate-style tracks. And when it is soft, the advantage is so much bigger. So uh, I haven't even tried uh, one of these scoops on a 350 yet, but I'm going to, and I bet you it's even better. So don't be scared of that. Past that, a Pirelli. I love an MX32 mid-soft Pirelli. That is also a great tire. So you can look into that as well, but... Uh, for me, I'm sure they're trying to keep costs down. That's why they're going to the Maxxis um, tires. And they're not horrible. They're just You can't expect a lot out of them when you're trying to push the lean angle of these tires. So I've uh, noticed also they will chunk after about eight hours. So, you know, run these when you have to, until you break in the bike and then maybe go to a different tire. And I think uh, the ride attitude, the balance, as well as the lean angle cornering will get better with different tires. Uh, if you run a Dunlop 3S front, 13.5 in the front, uh, 12.5 in the rear. Pirellis, you want to run 13.5 to 14. Uh, they do make a stiffer sidewall now. We're testing that one, and I'll get you some tire pressures for that new Pirelli tire or stadium tire that they have. And I'll get you some tire pressures out there soon on my website. But over overall, this bike's a very fun bike. I think it's a capable machine for a wide range of guys. Uh Again, 230-pound rider, uh, vet guy. Then I have a young B-class kid that rode it, and they were hauling ass on it and had a great time. Not one real complaint from these guys um, as they just were enjoying what the bike had to offer. Um, Cockpit-wise, ergonomics is really nice. I don't have a really problem. The seat is a little bit slippery. I put a uh, gripper seat on it and then maybe change the bars to a Husqvarna stock Pro Taper Bend. I'm 5'11". I like that bend. It's a little long. I'd cut it down to 804 millimeters. Uh, if you're a little bit taller than me, maybe look into like a Pro Taper SX Race, which is a little bit uh, taller, 
has a little bit more sweep, but I like that bar on this bike as well. And uh, yeah, that that's pretty much it. You can go check out the racerxonline.com video that we did. I'm continuing to keep these bikes, so that's what's cool. I got more 350s in my arsenal this year to keep for long term. So we'll keep you updated on what is good, what is not, what's been reliable, uh, what hasn't. Again, things that I notice that you guys need to do is keep up on your bolts and your wheels. For whatever reason, the KTM group, they just come with shitty stock wheels. Uh, the spokes get really loose. Uh, it's common to lose the spoke right next to the rim lock. That always seems to happen. So after every ride, I check my spokes, especially when you're breaking in your new bike. It's going to be loose after your initial ride, so check them. Uh, go to Fastco. Go to Fast Company. Uh, sponsor the show. They have a, a torque spoke wrench that's unbelievable, easy to use. Bam, bam, bam. Go around the wheel, and you're done. And it's, it's quick and easy, and it ensures you to keep all your spokes. Uh, yes, I do recommend going to some different spokes and a different rim. Because these will bend a little bit. Uh, you can also cut out the screen in your air filter cage or simply go to a two-stroke, a 2022 uh, KTM two-stroke cage. And that'll get you a little bit more bottom in as well. Take that screen out. And uh, other little tidbits too, like a ZRT throttle. Again, uh, if you want a buttery smooth feel on your throttle, uh, ZRT over there has aluminum throttles that are a little bit expensive, but they're very strong. They feel amazing. Uh, you can adjust. Uh, you can make your throttle tube uh, to a black cam, a black cam, a gray cam. I'm the black cam shorter pull kind of guy on this bike, but that is also an, a really good feature. And uh, just go ride and have the fun on this thing, man. It's a uh, it's a fun machine. I'm gonna do a little bit of mods to this bike as well, and the Husqvarna, and then we're gonna have a little bit of a shootout which you guys might think, hey, it's all the same stuff on the bike, but I really want to see if it feels different. I'm going to put the same fork conversion on all these bikes, same muffler, and then do an ECU on all these bikes and see which one feels different or if they do feel different. Uh, that's something interesting to me. When we first started doing these, these bikes where KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas were all involved, they were really adamant about, hey, try to keep our brand separate. Like, don't compare us to each other but over the years i think they've kind of eased back on that a little bit because they're all under the same umbrella and these bikes are getting so close together that uh they don't mind us comparing them but these bikes actually do have different characters on the track so i want to really diagnose to see if any one of these bikes cater to a certain type of rider so we're going to do that we're going to do a little 350 shootout and uh just simply take them to a couple different tracks and see what they do. So that'll be fun. Uh, if you have any questions about this bike, Chris at KieferIncTesting.com or anything bike-related, I'm happy to help you. We have our door cracked open for you guys to enter and uh, ask questions. Uh, if you want to subscribe to RacerX, 12 issues, $30. That's also pretty cool to get a print magazine to still read. And support our advertisers. They support this show, keeps us, us in, up and moving, uh, keeps us talking to each other, you can listen to my voice. I'm sure that is soothing as hell. Uh, I'm a little bit under the weather today, a little bit sick. I think my kid got me sick, so that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, I'll be gone for about a week. I'll be headed back east to do a test. So you East Coast guys uh, rejoice a little bit. Be riding on some of your dirt so you don't think that I'm just neglecting you and your dirt out there. And uh, so content might be a little bit light 
uh, next week. But regardless, um, which is what? Let's see here. That is the week of the week of the 26th. I will be gone. September 26th. So September 26th through the 30th, I will be gone. So keyforinktesting.com content might be a little bit light, but we'll be back the following week with some more stuff and uh, get you guys the information that you need. And uh, things that are on the horizon for us, we have a YZ450F intro coming up at the goat farm. That'll be fun. Uh, also 250, I have a Honda 250 test as, as well as a YZ test. Those bikes have not changed from 2022. So, of course, we'll be doing some more modifications on that and getting you guys some information that you need. Uh, thank you for listening. Thanks for supporting the show, and we'll be back next week. See you all.